0: so when she asked me to go ride with her I had no idea where we were going to be honest sometimes like back in the day I had a tendency to just want to get out of the house this was like in my early 20s you know like when you are beefing with your boyfriend and you try not to answer the phone to uh, make yourself appear more busy than possible. It was those kind of things that happened, right? So she called me, hit me up. She actually paged me. I called her from the home phone, was like, what's up? And she was like, girl, what you doing right now? And I'm like, nothing. You want to take a ride? And considering I was kind of beefing with my boyfriend and I could do this thing. I don't know about y'all, but back in the day, I could hold grudges a long time. So I said, yeah, because if I'm with her and he calls, I'm not going to be tempted to answer the phone. And I could appear like I was living my best life. So I kept looking out the window, you know how we used to do back in the day. And then finally she pulled up. But when she pulled up, there were two other people in the car. Now, one of these people, I'm not going to lie, I really didn't mess with. And for the sake of keeping people's names out of the mix, let's just call her Jennifer. Why I picked the name Jennifer, which is long as fuck, I'm sure I don't know. But just roll with me. The chick in the back was kind of quiet, low-key. I've seen her around before, but I didn't really like or love her or hate her. It was She was just somebody that I saw Kay, which I'm going to call Karen, roll with every now and again. So we in the car and I ask, so where are we going, Karen? And she looks over at Jennifer and Jennifer says, I got to make a stop real quick. So I'm kind of confused because it's Karen's car um, and I'm not driving at the same time. Why do you need me to roll with you if you got two other people in the car? But I just kick it, you know, again, I'm trying to get out the house. It's whatever. So at some point, we're driving like 15 minutes, and now it looks like we're leaving the PG County area, which is where I was living at the time, and easing more towards Baltimore. Now, at the time, I had one good girlfriend in Baltimore, but I didn't know a lot of people, so I'm kind of confused. Karen, where are we going again? Why do you keep asking questions? Jennifer asked me. I looked at her for two or three seconds. I do this thing when I'm trying to understand why you feel the need to jump in when I'm not speaking to you. So I ignore her and say, Karen, where are we going again? We got to make a stop real quick, Toy. I understand all that. But why would you ask me to come if you are going somewhere else? She ain't going to be that long. Dang, Jennifer said. I roll my eyes. Even though back then I was known for popping off, at this point, I kind of want to see what's going on. Again, I'm not talking to my boyfriend. I want him to know or think that I'm living my best life. So I roll with it. Before we know it, we're in this Baltimore County area. And Karen Parks, Jennifer, and the girl in the back gets out. So, you know how you put one hand on each side of the passenger seat and scoot up? I say, what is going on? Why don't you like Jennifer? I never said I don't like her. But you did, though. I think for a minute back on all the times I said I didn't like her and rolled my eyes. I don't like her energy. I can't believe you do. She's my friend, Toy. You ain't the only friend in the business. I got other friends, too. Now I'm kind of annoyed because she's putting off like I'm being pressed. It's not that I don't want to kick it with you. I just don't like the girl and I don't see anything wrong with it. And since you know I don't like her, I'm trying to figure out why I'm in this car. Suddenly she turns around and looks at me and I can see this look of like fear all over her face. And then I understand I had this thing back then and I keep it now where I know that whatever they're going to tell me when I try to get down to the bottom of something is not going to be the real answer. But there are deeper emotional components that go with it. You know, we haven't talked in a while, Toy. She hasn't been answering my phone calls. She don't invite me to any of her parties or events. I just want to finally feel like I belong. Don't you get that? I didn't because Jennifer was known for always starting shit. She's the kind of person where, if you aren't careful, can not only get you jumped, but may even get you killed. The next thing I heard kind of proved my point. There sounded like some yelling and, if I'm not mistaken, a large pop. Within seconds, Jennifer and the girl get into the car and say, pull off. But I was not feeling the scene, so I got out. I know it's crazy because I'm in an area that I don't know where I am, but there was no way possible that I was going to continue the ride with them. So after about 20 minutes of walking in a place where I don't know, trying to get as far away from this scene as possible, guess who I had to call? My boyfriend. Not only did I have to call him and humble myself and say, can you give me a ride, but He had to pick me up from Baltimore County, which was about 30, 40 minutes from the PG County area. He gets there and say, once again, you messing with these dumbass bitches, huh? Look, all I want you to do is pick me up. I ain't trying to hear all that. Listen, if I'm coming 30 to 40 minutes to pick you up, you're going to hear all of that and more. What's up with you and these girls? You don't get it. You just think it's dumb when it's not dumb. Nah, explain it to me. Everybody you hang around got some sick insecurity that rubs off on you and makes you get on my nerve. Look, maybe I just get bored. It's something, he said. I'm just hoping that at some point all this shit going to pay off for you. Actually, it did because I have this podcast and I'm a writer. So at least y'all listening to it. It's not just me. Anyway, about an hour and a half later, we were home. He bought me something to eat, checkers, with the banana milkshake, which I love. And she called. But where she called from, I couldn't even accept the call because I don't think I told y'all, but I'm living at home with my mother. She called me from jail. I couldn't believe it. Um, But at the same time, I did believe it because she was with Jennifer. So let's just say I didn't hear from her until three days later. After she called me, she said, Toy, can I come over? And I'm like, yeah, but it's Jennifer and that other girl in the car. Because no, I don't want to have nothing else to do with that bitch. Meet me outside in five minutes. When she got there, she got out of her car. and We sat on the porch of the apartment building. Let a few people pass us by. And when we were sure that no one was listening, she said she shot somebody. Whoa. So why were you locked up? Because I held the gun for her. This was deep. This was far worse than I could have imagined because not only was Karen trying her best to maintain a friendship with people that was foul, but now they got her mixed up in some other trash. Now, let's be clear. In my teens, I did my fair share of drama, too. But I think at this point I'm trying to come around. So what are you going to do? I got to go to court and see what happens, but what can I do? If I tell, then she's going to get mad at me. But if I don't say something, then this could ruin my life. There are times when you feel like you want to give advice, and there are other times where you feel like even if you do give advice, the advice won't be accepted. Now that I think about it and I look back on it, I probably should have said more, but instead I said, well, if you need me, I'm here three weeks later, she was in prison for two years. Was it worth it? I'm sure it wasn't. We lost contact a little bit after that, and I always thought about her. What would have happened if I would have stayed in the car? What would have happened if I would have spoke my mind a little bit earlier when I first saw she was hanging out with Jennifer? Don't get me wrong, I'm not taking any responsibility for this shit. I was minding my business. The only thing I wanted to do was make my boyfriend mad. So I know it's not my fault. But at the same time, one life decision can change everything. What is it about us that at some point in our lives makes us feel that we have to force friendships? that we have to do what certain people want just to be in their presence. Think about the sense of loneliness that must occur when you can't even love yourself enough not to be around somebody who has no good intentions for you. Learning lessons and experiences help us. I don't think that anything we go through, good or bad, is wasted. But at the same time, if you're listening to my voice and you are in a situation where you're forcing friendships and situations or people who don't deserve to be in your life, perhaps this will help. Maybe Karen's story will help you understand and weave out people who you shouldn't be around or at the very least make you remember how much you should focus on yourself for once in your life. What happened to Karen? I don't know. We lost track after that. But if you're listening, Karen, hey, this is your best friend in a handbag. Let me hear your voice. Visit bestfriendinahandbag.com and comment. I'll talk to you later. Bye.